We have to find other ways to, to score. And we've had a hard time doing that consistently. The league plays part of it. We just know each other so well, and it's easy baskets are much harder to come by than they were earlier in the year. This is where Wisconsin gathers to talk sports. Packers, Brewers, Badgers, Bucks. The Wisco Sports Show is on the air. Now, here's your host, Grant Bills. about earlier today as Bill Michaels is broadcasting live radio row the Super Bowl in Phoenix him and Mike Clemens are down there I was thinking about today we need like an NIT version of radio row for all of the sports radio shows that don't get to go to radio row we need like a we need like a second option it's like hey you can't go to the Super Bowl radio row but there's a convention in Omaha at a really big Best Western, and that's, like, where everyone else goes. It's not that I, like, want to get a lot of guests on the show. I don't even like listening to shows during Radio Row, during Super Bowl week. There's a lot of famous people who are peddling things, and I... It's not my week. But I, I want to go on a trip. Basically, this is about me. I'm, I'm being selfish. We need, like, an NIT version of Radio Row for the shows that are on the bubble and maybe didn't have the budget to go or just didn't end up going for one reason or another. Like you have March Madness, you have the field of 64 and then like the first four that, you know, on Thursday night or whatever, Tuesday night, whatever that is. I want an NIT because I think this show could very much qualify for an NIT version of Radio Row. We're not good enough for the real thing, but I think we could make some noise. We get in the NIT. <laughs> just sneak in there. Again, it doesn't have to be anywhere fancy and expensive. That's not what I'm about doesn't have to be expensive. It could just be, like I said, Best Western in a town I've never been to. I'm not a I'm not a picky traveler. I just like going new places. So let's workshop this for next year. Maybe we can get something going. An NIT version of Radio Row. I think this idea has legs, personally. Until I can ultimately go to Radio Row, and then it doesn't need to be a thing anymore. This is the Wisco Sports Show. My name is Grant Bills. I hope you've had a great day. Uh, at one point this morning, I was actually concerned about what we were going to talk about tonight. I was like, man, kind of a slow day. Bucks played last night. Kind of talked about the Badgers a lot yesterday. I don't know what we're going to talk about tonight. And the last four or five hours have just been incredible. So much has happened. Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show. I didn't know if that was going to happen. That always gives us so much good content to talk about. And today was no exception. Today was a real treat, a real privilege. With Aaron Rodgers on the McAfee Show, we got some Brewers news. So we can talk about that. And our friend David Gasper, reviewing the brew, is going to join us at 530. We're going to talk just about a couple Brewers things. We're not going to drag it out for 20, 25 minutes. No, no, no. Just quick check in with our guy. See how he's doing. A little primer as pitchers and catchers report in nine days. Nine days. I'm doing a countdown on Twitter, by the way. So follow me at Wisco Grant. Today I tweeted out uh, some great number nines in my lifetime. Uh, Tony Garofino, George Kataris, and Greg Zahn among them. In more recent history, Manny Pena also wore number nine. So nine days until pitchers and catchers report. Celebrated with some, some, some Brewers greats that wore number nine. There aren't many. I looked at the history. I looked at the there's, there's not many. But follow me on Twitter, at Wisco Grant. We can count down to pitchers and catchers report together. David Gasper, at DGasper24 on Twitter. He'll join us in about an hour and a half. 608 Seven nine six two five five eight. If you want to text or call the show, 
I was thinking that we would start with the Bucks tonight, but so much has happened today. I, I don't, I don't know if we should. We'll get to the Bucks at some point tonight, I'm sure. And I wanted to talk about Devontae Adams and some other things, but this afternoon was, I, I tell you what. So let me let me take you through my day, and the sports content of today. So this morning, I thought, you know, what we should do tonight is we should do a segment on Aaron Rodgers' astrology lecture that he gave yesterday. We talked about this a little bit last night. He did this Zoom conference call with uh, with someone who was hosting a master class, and they talked about astrology. And I was like, oh, that'd be kind of funny. We could mention some of those things, and then when callers called in, I could ask them what their birthday is, and then I could Google their sign, and we could see if it matches up. And then I was listening to Over the Line this morning, and Ben and Rowdy did it. I'm like, hmm, hmm. feel like I can't do it twice in one day. And Ben kept saying, well, you'll have to ask Grant. He's the big astrology guy, which is not true, although... The way that I'm discussed on this network, maybe it would seem like I'm an astrology guy. So I was preparing to lean into that bit. I thought that would have been funny. It would have been very funny to lean into a bit. I love leaning into a bit. And two of our teams did so this afternoon. The Brewers leaned into a bit today. Aaron Rodgers leaned into a bit today. Let's start with the Brewers. So Adam McAlvey tweeted out the Brewers theme nights for 2023 and the associated knickknacks, using his words. The fan giveaways. So the Brewers tweeted out their promotional schedule today, okay? Now, if I were to get together with some of my friends and crush some beers and make fun of the Brewers, as we all do. We love the Brewers, but we love, I think, mostly to make fun of them because it's fun. If I were to get together, crush some beers with my most hardcore Brewers degenerate friends and say, hey, well, what kind of giveaways do you think the Brewers are doing this summer? Hey, you think you do some bobbleheads? What are you going to do? Uh, I'd say, oh, they'll probably do a Christian Yelich $26 million bobblehead because <laughs> he makes so much, you know? Like, that probably would have been the first joke that I would have told. And then I would have said, oh, I got one. Uh, in in June, the Brewers will do an X-Golf night <laughs> to celebrate their, their X-Golf simulator. And they'll probably get some famous golfer to come. Maybe they'll do like a, like a Jordan Spieth bobblehead, even though it makes no sense. That's the joke we would make about the Brewers. The Brewers, I, I don't, I don't know if they just don't understand how things work. I don't know if they understand PR. I don't know if they don't understand. I don't know what the Brewers. They confuse me very much because on June sixteenth, <laughs> they're having golf night. <laughs> June sixteenth, golf night, golf and social media personality Paige Sporonic bobblehead. They're having. How do I? Is an Instagram model? I can't call her an Instagram model. That's too reductive. They're they're having a hot girl who plays golf. They're they're doing a bobblehead of her. They're, they're, that's a real thing they're doing. Like, come on. I I could have if I was writing a sitcom about the Brewers. Like if we were writing an Office style, like deadpan TV show about how the Brewers operate in their front office. This would have been episode one. It would have been Rick Schlesinger as Michael Scott and Matt Arnold as Jim Halpert. And I don't know who Dwight Schrute is. I don't know enough people in the Bruce Brown office. They all sit down and they say, all right, we got to get our giveaways planned. And then and then Rick Schlesinger goes on some wrong rant about how we need to have golf night. Let's get Paige Speronic back here. Everyone loves her. The Brewers are my absolute favorite and we must protect them. They don't really know what they're doing like they're leaning into bits without knowing that they're leaning into bits and it's just so funny and I this makes me so happy I can't wait to talk about this with David Gasper coming up at 5 30 
Ben Kenny texted me today. I think I'm going to jump on the morning show tomorrow because I want to talk about this more. Ben's pissed about this because Ben Ben thinks that they're like messing with the sanctity of collectibles and bobbleheads. Here, here, here are the other bobbleheads that they're doing. They're doing a Uke Skywalker for Star Wars. It's actually pretty clever. I give him credit for that. They're doing a Page Speronic bobblehead, a Craig Council bobblehead, which someone please get me that one if I can't go myself, a Cookie Monster bobblehead. They're doing a Hogwarts-themed scarf and a Hispanic heritage cap. There's not any players in there. I wonder why that is. Maybe a, a commemorative Orlando Arcia bobblehead. Give me one of those. A throwback. It's just this team. I love them. I hate them, and because I hate them, I love them. It's the best way I can talk about the Brewers. They're leaning into the bit today. Someone else leaned into the bit big time today. That would be Aaron Rodgers. I also want to talk about that. So Aaron Rodgers went on the McAfee show, and he said some interesting things regarding his future, and he said, well, you know, people talk like I'm a free agent. You know, I'm not a free agent. I'm under contract with the Packers, which I said, yeah, no kidding. (laughs) You're the one acting like you're a free agent. Don't get mad. Well, these people on the golf course are yelling at me. You should go to this team like I'm a free agent. They know I'm under contract. Aaron, you parade around for the last three off seasons. You're like a married man that likes going out and pretending that he's single. You know, like, of course, people are going to treat you like a free agent. You act like a free agent every offseason. So we talked about, you know, I'm under contract with the Packers, this, that, the other thing. And I guess Aaron Rodgers is going on some sort of retreat. He's going on a retreat. And that is how he will come to his decision. So I have three clips from the McAfee show today, and I'm going to present them in order. Here's the first one. You normally don't really throw in this time of year. Have you thought about throwing this year? Well, I'm still uh, in the art of contemplation about my future. So I'm, I'm, uh, is that real? Are we really contemplating playing football again still? Is that like a heavy, heavy thought? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. I just assumed because the way you've given answers, it's like foregone conclusion. But you have told us numerous times you haven't got through that portion of your decision making yet. So I, that's just, that seems surprising me right there. That's a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing, 100%. And that's why I think it's going to be important um, to get through this week and then, uh, you know, to, uh, uh, to take my, uh, you know, my isolation retreat, and oh. just to be able to contemplate what was that? all things, uh, my future, and then uh, and then make a decision that I feel like is is best for me moving forward and in the highest interest of my happiness, and then uh, and then move forward. So did I hear isolation retreat? What is that? We're gonna revisit that, Aaron. Back up, back, 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 back. Chris Berman, back, 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 back. Isolation retreat. Let's. Let's talk about whatever that is. Let's dig a little deeper on that. What's isolation retreat? We're just going Thank into you, a cave? Are you Great not going to talk? You're not going to speak one of those things? Yeah, is it just you in there? Ooh. And if you're just in there alone, do you know how many days you're in there? Are you taking an iPad, a book? Are we able to reach you? What? Is there good it's, uh, it's four nights of uh, complete uh, darkness. What? You going to Alaska? <laughs> what? Not Alaska, no. I've been to Alaska. That's a beautiful state. Beautiful. That's a lot Are you locked in? Where is it? You're not locked in. No, you can you can leave if you if you you know you can't do it. You can just walk out the door. But it's uh, it's a darkness retreat. Wow. And I've had you know a number of friends who've done it and had some profound uh, experiences. And it's something that's been on my radar for a few years now. And I felt like it'd be awesome to do regardless of where I was leaning after this season. So it's been on the calendar for uh, months and months and months. And it's coming up uh, in a couple weeks. Okay. So let's. Obviously, we're going to dig more into this, but can we just stop before we listen to some more and appreciate how great this is, okay? Because 
like the Brewers, leaned into their bit. What do we all joke about with the Brewers? Again, when you're crushing beers with your Brewers friends and making fun of that stupid team that traded away their closer last year, you think, oh, they're, they're probably going to have an ex-golf night this year. <laughs> they are. They announced it today. They actually are. And if you were getting together with your friends who are Packers fans, you know, oh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, him and Han and this and that, you know, just the, the huge, the run of the mill, small talk about the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, you'd probably say, as you as you crush one beer, yeah, he's probably going to need to throw the beer in the garbage. Probably going to need to do some retreat or something before he can make a decision. Maybe he's going to eat some more of that butter or maybe uh, disappear into the jungle for a couple of days, not talk to anyone. Well, he's not doing that, but he's he's doing an isolation retreat. <laughs> like, again, he's, he's becoming a character of himself. The Brewers have leaned into the bit and become a character of themselves. Aaron Rodgers, and I love him for that because this is awesome. He's like, ah, screw it. This is who I am. I'm leaning into it. I'm going to do an isolation retreat. I'm going to drop it casually on the McAfee show, knowing that they'll eat it up like chum in the water, and then we can talk about it. So here is more. So you walk into a room for four days, or is it a cave? Where it's, is- a, it's, a, it's a room. It's a little house, yeah. And they just kind of black out the window. Brrr, everything's dropped down. And then there's somebody, like, in there administering, like, sounds and what we're going through, options. Of there's, a, there's a two-way uh, mirror. No, like a, like a little slot that they'll they'll drop in uh, some food for you, but it's uh, but it's it's uh, isolation and darkness. No, you know, no music, no nothing. Are they recording you and your actions? How many people are in there? Uh, just myself. Isolation. Oh, oh yeah, that's, it'd be weird if you had some random stranger in a corner you couldn't see. <laughs> so, I'm learning about what an isolation retreat is. At this point, I've Googled it because I want to know how much this sort of thing would cost me and what I'm all in. I need to know more about this activity. I'm not going to eat butter and make myself puke and all of the things. That was the cleanse they did last year. But if there's no puking involved, all right. I I can see maybe some, I'm not going to do it, but I, I can entertain the thought. So I'm Googling, looking up prices. And as this conversation about the isolation retreat went on, I think, I think Pat McAfee and A.J. Hawk were asking funny questions. I think Rogers was starting to get annoyed about how he have, kept explaining everything, and they weren't, like, laughing about it, but it, but it almost kind of turned into a bit. Like, listen to this part. Pat McAfee, A.J. Hawk, just keep asking questions, and I, I think Rogers is getting over it pretty quick. You're going to the hole for four days, it sounds like, and I assume you're paying for this. No way I can yeah. do You come out in the morning, and then you go in it back every night? You're in there for So, four- first of all... One of the things that I love about the McAfee show, and I, I don't listen to it often. I mostly listen when Rogers is on there. One of the things that I love about the McAfee show is how they are able to be amazed at the most simple things. Because that's men in a nutshell. You don't need to do a lot to impress us. And that show is a group of men. Okay? And I remember if it was last year or the year before when Rogers said that he's getting David Bakhtiari a golf cart for his birthday. Or was it, it was a jet ski? Maybe it was Bakhtiari got Rogers a jet ski. Someone gifted someone something like a, a toy like that. And all of the guys in the show are like, ooh, like mind blown that a professional football player who makes millions of dollars bought a jet ski for his friend. And they're like, oh, sick. Like all of these guys probably make enough money. A lot of FanDuel money coming into that show. So that, that's small side note. Just their, their just willingness to be amazed by the simplest things. And also in this instance, their confusion at something that's really simple. Like, I go into a small house, I'm there for four days, 96 hours, 
I do not come out at any point. It's dark the whole time. They're like, so what? You come out at the end of every day? Do you go? Like, they just, it will not click for them. And Rogers is getting pissed. You're going to the hole for four days, it sounds like. And I assume you're paying for this. No way I can yeah. that. You come out in the morning, and then you go in it back every night? You're in there for four nights, and then you, you come out on the on the last day. Um, after the, the fourth night. Oh, about, so Wait, all there's day no check-in, check-out? You're all, in all day? You're in all day. All it's day, all night. Pitch wow. black all day. It's dark the whole sensory, time. Sensory deprivation, isolation. Are you in a float tank, too? Is there a float tank in there wow. you're spending time in? That's real. That's a good question. Uh, there's no float tank. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. So there. it's just oh, a couch, like random couches? Like, oh, I'm going to go on Lazy Boy. That's going to be a difference between yeah. yet today and yesterday? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure about that part. So he, you can hear Rogers get kind of pissed. That was my favorite moment of this whole conversation. Is when McAfee goes, "What is there furniture in there?" Like, "Oh, I'm gonna sit in the lazy boy today." It's the difference between yesterday and today. I don't know why I found that funny. I did. I'm looking for darkness retreats near me. It doesn't look like you can find anything in Wisconsin. Maybe this is a market we can tap into. I scroll to the top. Seven day edge of the wilderness dark retreat in Oregon. I don't want to go all the way to Oregon. It is available year-round, though, from USD 1350. Well, it's seven days. It's a vacation. I mean, it's pretty all-inclusive, I bet. Three-day shamanic healing retreat in Palm Beach, Florida. That looks pretty nice. I don't know if these are darkness retreats. I'm seeing a lot of light. I'm just floored by the inability of all the guys in the McAfee show to not understand four straight days. <laughs> like, they just won't click for them. So, what, you, go, you come out in the morning? No! You're in there the whole time. I'm so entertained by this. It means nothing in the big picture. It relates to our sports teams very little. Unless Rodgers is in the dark for four days and some ghost appears and tells him to go to Vegas, then maybe it, I don't know. Imagine, imagine the the future of Aaron Rodgers' career and the future of the Packers franchise hinges on what Rodgers may or may not hallucinate in the pitch black. This is the Aaron Rodgers experience, and this is my job from 4 to 6 every night to talk about stuff like this. I love This is great. This is the most fun I've had in, de- in days or weeks. This is hilarious to me. Let's take a break. If you want to talk about darkest retreats, we can. Otherwise, I have some more serious Packers things to talk about. Bucks won last night. I have some things to say on that as well. Remember, David Gasper reviewing the brew is going to be here at 530. Paige Spironic bobblehead day is coming up. X-Golf day at the ballpark. What a fantastic promotion, Brewers. It's so much to talk about between now and 6 o'clock. Let's take a break. We're back in three minutes. This is the Wisco Sports Show with Grant Bills on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Wisco Sports Show. When I woke up this morning and when I was making breakfast and I was... Starting to think about, uh, what are we going to discuss on tonight's show? What are the topics? I didn't think we'd be talking about darkness retreats and Paige Sporonic. But here we are. Another day in the life of being a Wisconsin sports radio show that talks about the Brewers and talks about Aaron Rodgers. The Bucks are probably like, what the hell? They've won eight in a row, right? They've won 10 of 11. They're crushing it. They're like, oh, everyone wants to talk about X-Golf night at American Family Field. And on Aaron Rodgers, new new therapy, new retreat, new cleanse dropped. Got to talk about it. I'm not judging Aaron Rodgers at all, by the way. You do what you want to do. You got the money, the time, go whatever makes you feel good. I'm not judging. But this is 
funny. And this is hilarious. This is just like, honestly, these are the two same things to me. These are the same things. The Brewers having golf night with a Paige Speronic bobblehead is the exact same as Aaron Rodgers sharing on the Pat McAfee show all the details about an upcoming four-day pitch black darkness retreat. They're the same thing. Because both the Brewers and Aaron Rodgers are completely and totally 100% leaning into the bit. The, the Brewers cannot help themselves. They cannot stop with the X-Golf. They just can't, they can't keep their hand out of the cookie jar. They can't. They're like a dog, and there's food on the counter, and they know they shouldn't grab it, but they just can't help themselves. They just keep going back to the X-Golf content well. Got to talk about X-Golf. Got to have a golf night. Got to get Paige Speronic back. We got to have a, a bobblehead. It's leaning into the bit. They've become a bit of the bit. They've become a character of themselves. And Aaron Rodgers, I love him. He seems like the world's nicest guy. Don't get me wrong. This is not a personal judgment on him. But from how we perceive him and how we view him and what we think of Aaron Rodgers, he is playing into this bit so hard. And it's entertaining. And I love it. I think it's great. I love it when people embrace the bit and lean into the bit. The Brewers have done so. Rodgers has done so. I'm all about it. 608 Seven nine six two five five eight. Vagabond John is here. What's up, John? So, Grant, did you ever watch Lost? No. I feel like I should. It's very culturally relevant. It's culturally. Did you watch Game of Thrones? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know how uh, you know most people are upset about the last season because uh, you know they tried to ignore the fact that uh, Daenerys. Uh, was kind of crazy the whole time mm-hmm. and then really blew up at the end and everybody's angry at the writers because they just kind of destroyed the character at the end. You know, for those of you, sorry if that was a spoiler, yeah. it's been long enough. That's kind of where I'm at with Aaron Rodgers, where it's like his media team sitting down in that room deciding, oh, which wizard quest should we send Aaron Rodgers on <laughs> this <laughs> off season? Yeah, You know, when they sat around and they were bouncing off ideas and they came up, let's you know how uh, in the longest yard they have to sit in isolation because he punches the warden? Yep. What if we do that, but, like, the drug version with Aaron Rodgers? And, like, come on, guys, really? Like, what the this guy? Talk about a guy who is just, I mean, he's an enigma, right? Is that the, is that the definition of the word? Am I using that word right? Like, what is this guy? I think he is Johnny Depp. Like, Johnny Depp is not Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is a character of Johnny Depp. Like, he is, he got lost in a character. I don't know which one. I don't know if it was Jack Sparrow. I, I don't know if it was that weird Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Like, he became a character. He became Johnny Depp playing Johnny Depp. And I feel like with Rodgers, it's the same thing. And I, I don't know if he has a media team. I don't know if they're strategic about this. I do, I, I am very skeptical, Vagabond John, that he is actually going to sit in the pitch black and do absolutely nothing for 96 hours. And if he does, I, res- I respect the hell out of him because I could never. Well, I don't think we appreciate, oh, f- oh, just four days. No, 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 no. Four days in the pitch black with nothing. I know. I don't, I'm not sure that I buy it. I don't think I buy that. That's yeah. insane. That's a, that's a lot. And I'm, part yeah. of me is like wondering, like, well, if you want to come back, why aren't you spending those four days running routes with Christian Watson? There you that's go. Besides the you know, in in, uh, in college, I took a class. It's probably Dave from Monona's favorite class. Uh, it's called African Storyteller. It's with this guy that used to walk around Africa and collect oh all the like the, the folklore stories, right? Yeah. Uh, really cool freshman year class. And you learn about character types. And Jack Sparrow, you brought up because he's like he's known as one of the tricksters, right? They're they're 
they're kind of the chaotic neutral types where yeah. they really don't see the world like anybody else sees the world. And I think that's kind of what Aaron Rodgers is. He's a trickster. Uh, you know, if you watch Supernatural, tricksters are, are play a heavy part in that show as well. But I just, I really feel like with this guy, I'm just watching a movie. I know he's talked about wanting to be an actor in uh, post-football season, and I'm, I'm kind of with you, Grant. I think he, he's being a little bit of an actor here uh, before his football season career is over. Or maybe it is already over and the decision will come and we can all move on from this mess. At this point, we're not even talking about football. We're talking about Wizard Quest. Which uh, brings me to my next task for the day. Oh. No more Rocket League. I downloaded Dude. Hogwarts. I'm about to start my first character, so I will be listening to the rest of the show while starting this game. Dude, I want to play that game so bad. I was looking at clips. I don't have a next-gen console. I want one, but it's too much money, and I don't have the time. But this Harry Potter game looks... You need to check in with us in a couple days when you get your arms around the game and let us know, because I really want to play it, but I need to live vicariously through some more time. I did... Money. I did prime myself with a visit to Harry Potter World this weekend in Orlando. So that was awesome. What do Get you away, think? Get some sun, drink some. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really quickly, what's your favorite Harry Potter movie? I'm just curious because I, I, dude, I love Harry Potter. And I, I love it more every probably, time I watch it. As I get older, I love it more. I've actually only watched the movies probably twice in my okay. life. But I think number four, uh, is that the Phoenix one? That's five. Very good. Four. They're all good. I don't think there's a wrong choice. Yeah, four and five. I think that's my sweet spot. Uh, the last couple are, are good, but I think the the middle part of the, the you know the teenage years those are the ones that are really uh, kind of fun for me. Angsty. So, uh, yeah. Highly recommend if you're an adult. Uh, theme parks are still fun. I discovered that Epcot uh, at Disney is basically one big bar crawl, and <laughs> uh, so there's 11 countries that you have to go to. I made it through all 11. My last one was Canada, and I sprint over there with like five minutes before the park stops selling alcohol. And I discovered that at the Canada stand, they're selling a beer from Stevens Point, Wisconsin. So oh. I, uh, I, I put in a complaint uh, letting them know, thank you for representing Wisconsin. No, we are not Canada. They're close enough. You know, for those for those folks that live in their ivory towers on the coasts and in the big cities, we might as well be Canada, Vagabond John. It's a sad reality, but it's true. Just it, it was the best beer of the day, so I'll put it that way. Oh, hell yeah. Well, I'd ask you what beer, but you know what? That beer can pay for it in advertisement money on the show if they want the if they want the free shine. You don't get a Vagabond John endorsement for free. Hey, and happy birthday again, by the way, and I hope your trip was great. It sounded pretty fun. Happy almost birthday. I assume yours is coming up. Yeah, <laughs> later this month, the, the 25th. We're sort of right. February, buddy. I got gotcha. you. Sounds good, Grant. Uh, we'll see you later. Have a good one. That's Vagabond John. Who's back from his Florida birthday trip? That I guess I thought about Epcot because there's a lot of adults that like going, and it's not that I don't understand why. Like if you like movies and you like, yeah, but the booze is people go get knocked around at Epcot. That's part of it. And it's like again, I'm not anti movies and anti theme parks. And well, I am anti theme parks. I don't like rides. My tummy gets upset. But I, if I'm going on vacation, I like going where there are less people, fewer people. I like going out and. Mountains, somewhere somewhere colder, like I, I like going to Canada. I'm not a big tropical vacation guy. Although if someone, you know, wants to pay for a tropical, I'm not going to say no. Chad in Sun Prairie, 608 Let's go, Chad. What's up, Chad? What's shaking? Let's go on a vision quest with Aaron Rodgers together. Let's all go to Wizard Quest in the Wisconsin Dells. It looks cool. I've never done it. Let's go try it out. I don't smoke enough peyote. 
so we're we're okay. Is that is that what they do? I don't even know that he's doing drugs. I think he just sits in the dark and thinks. That's a long time to think. Four days is. So I actually I actually know somebody that died doing the deprivation chamber. She died in the chamber. Was it like a? So uh, I'm a little tape? leery about that. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she had a medical event. She didn't actually drown. She had a medical event in the chamber and died. Uh, so I'm a little little um, <laughs> cautious to try to do that one. But I, I mean, you. more power to you, Rogers. Um, you find what works uh, for you, I suppose. You know, the one thing I still can't get over is how he acts like he's a hundred years old. The guy's thirty nine. It, it is impressive, isn't it? He he. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> He's and he's got a you little know, gray, but just the way he speaks and everything, yeah. But most people that are that age, like I'm, I'm that age, <laughs> are trying to be young and pretend like we're young yet. Yeah, not him. <laughs> not him. I, I want to be a hundred. I, I can't do anything but drink scotch and listen to old music and read leather-bound books. Leather-bound books. Do you think Rogers is still into scotch, or was that a phase? He's had some phases. I wonder if he might not drink oh, no, at all now. He's, drink- he's still on the scotch. I'll guarantee he's pounding the scotch yet. Okay, I gotcha. That's 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 his uh, Vicodin, a la Brett Favre. Oh God! Well, it's probably. And I like I saw all these tweets today. Look, we're allowed to poke fun at Rogers. He's poking fun of himself when he does this. I saw a lot of tweets. It's like, well. You could just do prescription meds and eat fast food. We're not saying that. That's not what we're saying. But I'm sorry. If you go on a national radio show and you talk at length about doing that, like, you get poked fun at a little bit. It's fine. Rogers is fine with it. Yeah, I mean, I have no problem with it. What I really want to know is, is his handicap as low as what he said, or, you know, <laughs> what he's saying. <laughs> he did defend Just his handicap today that. on the McAfee show, by the way, today. He did def- he defended himself strongly. Well, it's 100% right. Like, he's a three, and they gave him a boost. They gave him a seven-stroke boost. That's not on him. That's on the tournament directors. That's true. I'm not, uh, so, I'm not a golfer, I, I but mean, I... There. Not on him. Plus, if you ever golfed in Green Bay, it's like not like it's a world-class golf course. It's not bad, but you know it's not, you know it's not what they were playing at there in California. Pro am. Oh, I gotcha. Hey, uh, Dave from Monona has just chimed in. He says he could come to my apartment for four days and sit in the dark and have fun. Yeah, I was hoping we'd hear from you today, Dave. <laughs> Dave, you probably save a lot of Dave? money on electric bills if you don't need lights. Dave sits in the dark every day. Yeah. Dave, do you ever hallucinate? Do you ever see anything? What What is Rogers? What should he expect in this retreat? You know, <laughs> his your, apparently your extra senses are uh, brought into play. So That's what Dave says. there's this um room. I think it's in the Twin Cities. I was going to look this up today, but I ran out of time. There's this room. I think in Minneapolis or St. Paul, where it's like true silence. They built a room and it's got strings and like all this insulation. And after being in there for like, not a long, long time. I think it's, like, a minute or two. You can, like, literally start to hear the blood in your body, and you get, like, really dizzy. Like, the human body is used to getting a certain level of, like, sensory interaction all the time. So you can get some, I don't know. It would be bizarre being in the pitch black for 90, 96 hours. I, I could never do it. I'd get too bored. I'd go nuts. I read I read today that you are bombarded with 40 million interactions per second, and your body's only able perceive about 40 of those oh. Interesting. which is kind of amazing to me but 
uh, again, like, th- there you go. If you remove 40 of those, like, you have nothing, maybe you, you start to, you know, see things. Like, well, what am I... Mike McCarthy was the greatest coach ever. <laughs> what maybe if... I should have won more Super what Bowls. If that's... Whatever he does in that 96 hours, he needs to call a press conference instantly afterwards and share with us his findings. He's got a Mike McCarthy apology. He, he's he's going to start referencing things about Jeff Janis and Mario Rogers, all these teammates. I just... I, I understand if you if you tone down all of the interaction that you're getting, then you can maybe tap into something. I just don't know what I'm trying to tap into. I don't know what is inside of me that needs to be uncovered. And I guess that's what Rogers is looking for. Well, you know, it's when you become an old man like him and I, Grant, uh, you, you will come to a point of total consciousness, just like asking the Dalai Lama. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> well, Chad, it was nice to hear from you. It's been too long, so call back soon. I miss you. Yeah. Well, you know, Aaron Rodgers always brings out the best in me. <laughs> laughing at him. He does, Chad. I appreciate you. Have a good night. You too. Chad. Sun Prairie. Wisco Chad. Why are my headphones making noises? Sorry about that. At Wisco Grant on Twitter, 608-796-2558. Well, I was going to go to break, but Pete Minona has called in. And Pete... You got so many great reviews yesterday. I got a bunch of texts. You said, I love it when Pete and Dave go back and forth. And it's first. I like. Well, wait a minute. That one guy said that he wanted to beat me up because, you know, I insulted D3. And I just want to tell him, hey, man, I take it back. I, I you know, D3 is that's that's the best division in football and basketball. So so don't beat me up. Yeah, I think it was a troll. We do defend the YAG pretty strongly. You're a Marquette guy. But we don't yeah, well, yeah. we come after UWL or Platteville or Whitewater. We will defend ourselves. Now, I went to Wisconsin too to grad school, but no, I am Marquette Pete. Uh, I have something to de- debut on your show since oh. uh, Ebo's out of town. Okay, let's hear it. Once upon a time, there was a QB. In the playoffs, he would usually lose. Who'd he beat? His name was Caleb Haney. The other times he was into his shoes. Those were the days, my friend. He thought they'd never end. Division foes were weaker than a bug. Div- uh, by threatening to retire, he got his cronies hired. Those were the days. Oh, yes, those were the days. Now he's old and says he could be traded. A Mecca in the desert calls out his name. If only they can pay him uh, 60 big ones, he'll walk into the Vegas Hall of Fame. Those were the days, my friend. He hoped they'd never end. The Packer fans would put up with his crap. By threatening to retire, he got McCarthy fired. Those were the days. Oh, yes, those were the days. Yes. Pete, I've never got a song before. I feel so. The show's been blessed. Thank you. Oh, and by the way, do you think he's going to go to Vegas? I feel now that you've sung it, it's going to happen. Uh, uh, I don't know if the Packers want to trade him or not. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't even know if he knows. Well, okay, so people probably want to beat me up. He's just an attention whore, so I don't know. I don't know if he even knows. I mean, you know, if they offer him more money, he'd probably stay. That's, you know, I, I think that's what, what it is. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if he's at the point where 
well, that he can. Uh, I don't know if, if if the Raiders are at a point where just adding him would win them a championship. Oh, I'll no. put it that way. No, I don't think they would either. I think they'd go 9-8 and eight or 8-9 eight and nine, just like the Packers did last year. But it's yeah. fun. And part of that matters, I feel like, to the Raiders. They, gotta, they need attention. They're in Vegas. There's a lot going on. They're in a tough division. They just need to be relevant. But see, if I was a jerk, which I'm not, but if I was a general manager and a jerk, I'd trade him to, to, to the Texans. Uh, ship him off to football Siberia. That, that's right, and get and then get all those early round draft choices. I like that. Well, I like that plan, Pete, and I like the song. If you need somewhere to sing while Evo's out of town, you're more than welcome here from four to six. I appreciate. Well, it's it. not easy coming up with those things that you know with a melody and things that make sense and rhyme. So you know. So, so consider yourself lucky. I do, I do, Pete, and thank you. I got to take a break. You have an awesome night. And now the the next best part of the show will be Dave Monona's rebuttal to that great call and that great song we just heard. When Pete said, I got something for you because he was out of town, I was like, here we go. Because we all hear Pete sing in the morning show. If you're a listener to Over the Line, Pete does bless the morning show, the song. Uh, one before. Uh, as the morning show has been saying a lot of, I am woefully late for a break. I'm going to pause for five minutes. We'll continue the show next. This is the Wisco Sports Show with Grant Bill's on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Wisco Sports Show, we're going to have a quick segment here. We've got to get one more break in before 5 o'clock. David Gasper. Reviewing the Brew will be here at 5.30. Brewers dropped their promotional schedule today, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to do a little off-season review. What was your favorite moment of the Brewers 2022 off-season? A couple of moments that I highlighted. Colton Wong traded for Jesse Winker and Abraham Toro. Hunter Renfro traded for players. William Contreras acquired for Asteria Ruiz and other movements between multiple teams a hot stove cold brews at a tiny bar that didn't fit everyone that was a fun moment corbin burns getting shorted 600k in arbitration i enjoyed that uh oh and the restaurant to be named later was renamed to somehow even a more complicated name the j lining kugels barrel yard just name it the lining kugels barrel yard the j it's like interested development when judge reinhold comes in for a season when it gets weird after netflix bought it and they were on a TV show, but he didn't want to call it Judge's Courtroom because he hate, hated people using his first name for puns. So he's like, we're going to call the show Jay Reynolds Courtroom, even though that didn't make any sense. It's Jay Lining Kugel's Barrel Yard. What? I'm fr- I grew up 30 minutes from Chippewa. I come from Lining Kugel's country. I love a delicious Liney's Light or Liney's Heavy. The Jay Lining Kugel's Barrel Yard is just not it from a naming perspective. Also, if you're just joining the show, uh, Aaron Rodgers is doing four days in nothing but pitch black. He's going on a darkness retreat, so that's something we're talking about as well. Eric on I-90, 608-796-2558. What's up, Eric? Welcome. Thanks for taking my call, Grant. Well, of course. How have you been? I've been I've been good. I've been good. I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm not working right now. I had a little procedure here at... Uh, the hospital, so I'm recovering. So I'm, uh-huh. I'm drawing disability now. So I hope you're doing okay. I'm, 
yeah, yeah. I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I'm I feel a little bit like a, uh, you know, kind of like a deer, a gut shot deer. Oh, like last November, but I'm gonna make it. Okay, okay. You're gonna you know, pull through. I, I've been like, I'm gonna pull through, but it's a little bit what I feel like. They've they've been inside my system now, and they, they actually did a kidney relocation on me. Oh, and. Uh, yeah, they relocated it outside my body, so it's. Oh, they removed so that's, it. That's all done. Yep, they removed it. Did you? Were you donating it, or did it have to go? It had to go. It had to go. Uh, I see. It was malfunctioning. Luckily, you only need one kidney. Yeah, you know the only other good place, the only other place you can get that really is the testicle, right? Where you got two of them. <laughs> It's, you know, it's you a good organ to one. go. If you got to lose an organ, it's a good one to lose. Yeah. If you got to lose an organ, that's a good one to go. I ain't talked to you in a while. I just thought I'd catch up with you a little bit. You know. Well, Eric, I hear you're still talking about the same thing. Yeah, we're we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, and you in your leisure time, you go up to cable, you do some snowmobiling. You, you strike me as someone who I likes do. peace and quiet. Could you sit in the pitch black yeah. and silence for four straight days? Because I don't think I could. As much as I love some peace and quiet. You know, I was in the hospital for four days in the bed and for three, uh, four days, yeah. Uh-huh. And and that's, no, I couldn't do that. Like, you're trying to sleep the thing away. I'd, I'd be trying to sleep it away. Yeah, get it, and get sleep, it over. And then you shut your eyes. You shut your eyes, and then it's like in about, and he goes, it's like 2, 11 in the morning. Oh. And then you, oh, then you fall asleep, and then you wake up, and it's like 2.15. But how would you so, know? How would you know what time it is? That's what would drive me nuts. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. I hope he spends the whole winter doing that. <laughs> I just think it's quite a... And I hope he stays in Green Bay because I just thought the other day about how far we've traveled with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it wasn't five years ago, and you guys were making arguments on the radio here about him being the greatest of all time. Well, hey now, hey now. Well, that's before he lost a couple of very winnable home playoff games. And now we're down to he's almost as mediocre as Kirk Cousins. I don't think there's much difference between the two anymore. That's so toxic. That part of sports common sense must have left your body when you got your kidney taken out. That's not true. I'm, I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding. He's not. Well, not, he's the not. Last, not the last two years. He wouldn't. Yeah, he's, he's pretty mediocre. I hope he stays now. Stays. I like it for the fun. You got it before I let you go because I got to take a break here in a minute. You got a new defensive coordinator. You got Brian Flores. That's a good get. Do you think so? I think so. Yeah, but I think every deal. I, I was going to talk about this tonight before we inevitably had to talk about darkness retreats. I think everybody's better than Joe Barry. Right, but even when you guys got Joe Barry, you guys kind of thought at the beginning he was going to be good. Joe Barry? Even though he didn't Yeah. Mm. I guess I hope that... right? We don't know. Yeah, I hoped that he might not suck. No, I think you got a good one in Brian Flores. And Eric, I got to I got to go here in about 20 30 seconds, but I'm I'm glad you're feeling better. It breaks my heart to know you're in the hospital, yeah. but you'll pull through. You're you're tough. I'm going to pull through, buddy. I'm a tough old Norwegian. I'm going to pull through. All right, good. I90 needs you. Yes, I'm going to go back out there someday. Be back on patrol. All right, feel better, Eric. We're thinking about you. Have a good night. Yeah, have a great day, bud. Eric on I-90. It's too long to be in the dark. I would go to Cable. We should do a, a retreat, a snowmobile retreat.
That's what Aaron Rodgers should do. Go up to Cable. I said earlier a couple weeks ago that Matt LaFleur's got to go up to the Northwoods for a summer. Toughen up. I found uh, a Darkest Retreat website. I'm going to do some research. We'll come back. We'll talk about other things tonight, I promise. I'm just having too much fun with this. Wisco Sports Show back in three minutes. This is the Wisco Sports Show with Grant Bills on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Wisco Sports Show. My name is Grant Bills. Twitter at Wisco Grant. We're going to talk to Brewers with David Gasper coming up in a half hour. Talking about our favorite off-season moments. <laughs> hot stove, cold brew, or hot stove, cold brews, whatever it was called. They stink at naming things. I get it. Naming things is difficult, but the J Lining Kugel's barrel yard. That's so wordy. Why do we need the J? Can it just be Lining Kugels? It's like that. Again, if you've seen Arrested Development, you know exactly what I'm talking about when they do the episode of fake TV called J Reinhold's Courtroom. Because he didn't want to be called Judge Reinhold because his name Judge and he's playing a judge. Whatever. Rory tweets in. He says, my favorite part of the 2022 Brewers offseason is that it started earlier than usual. Nothing like enjoying more days off doing nothing. Yeah, more days to go do a dark retreat. I'm reading all about him right now. It's very interesting. People do these for a long time. Like, not just like three or four days, but like weeks. Some people have too much time. Too much time that they don't waste on Twitter playing video games like me and Vagabond John. Coming up next, we should talk about what the Bucks did last night. I want to talk about Devontae Adams because I got some things to say about him. And we'll talk Brewers with Casper as well. Hour two of the Wisco Sports Show. Coming up next. So I was left out in the cold. is where Wisconsin gathers to talk sports. Packers, Brewers, Badgers, Bucks. The Wisco Sports Show is on the air. Now, here's your host, Grant Bills. I love listening to Zach's updates when there's some new Rogers thing that's relatively dumb. Like, or when there's nothing going on with Rodgers and Zach has to end his updates by saying, and there's still no word on the Aaron Rodgers front, whether he wants to retire or be traded or come back with this Wisconsin sports zone. (laughs) I just get a kick out of it. And then today he's talking about a darkness retreat. Aaron Rodgers announced on the Pat McAfee show today that he will not have a decision about his future until he completes a four day isolation retreat in complete darkness. Zach, Tone King. God, we need to get him back on. It's been a little bit too long. If the Badgers basketball team loses another game, or if they get a big win, we'll have him on. That's when. It's been a little a little too long since we've talked to Zach. It's been entirely too long since we've talked to David Gasper of Reviewing the Brew. He's going to join us at 5.30. The Brewers dropped their promotional schedule today, and my, oh my, it is fantastic. Can't wait. They have a an uh, with a Paige Speronic bobblehead, that is, that's just, that's fantastic. This Brewers team leaning into the bit entirely. And I love it. 
This is the Wisco Sports Show. My name is Grant Bills. Twitter, at Wisco Grant. You can text and call the show, 608-796-2558. Ed in Madison. David Gasper's good, good buddy has given us a call. What's up, Ed? Hello, kind sir. How are you? I am well, kind sir. How about yourself? I'm well. I'm going to tell you, I had an epiphany listening to you talk about Rogers a lot. Oh. You know, he's going to go to the, he's going to go have a little quiet time, some self-talk, self-reflection, get in touch with his inner loins, and uh, figure out what the path is. But, you know, if let's just say hypothetically he comes back and he's retiring, and if he pulled a Favre and unretired, wouldn't that be a great way to stick it to Gutekind's? I mean, it would be like the the dagger of all daggers, not to you know. Wait, it no, would no. be, and maybe that would be that'd be the worst of the worst. I mean, for him to come back and do that. So I mean, a couple weeks be, ago, he basically said, "Like I want it to be nice. If I played my last down in Green Bay, I don't, you know, I don't want it to be contentious. I don't, I don't. I, I think Rogers no. wants to keep it all nice. I think Rogers is well I aware hope. that if he retires and then ends up trying to come back." He's going to be in the same spot. The Packers hold his rights. And he said that today. He's like, I'm not a free agent. I'm uh, a contract. That's true. Good point you just made. Hey, um, what was I going to say? You know, have you ever watched the History Channel much? Um, there's a show on there called Alone. And they they pick like eight people or ten people, and they go out in the wilderness yeah. outside of like a lab. And they're alone for a long time. Those people are almost on the verge of, just breaking down at times. I mean, it's crazy. You know, they're told there's hardly very minimal um, things to, to survive. And uh, I love the show. It's great. It's great TV theater. But, man, I just can't – I can't imagine what that must be like to be – how long is he going to be alone so, in the dark? Okay, so he said four Eight? days, which seemed like – which which seemed unbelievable to me. But I did some research because we – this is my job today. Uh, I guess people do it for much longer, and there are these little houses that has a bed, has a couch, has like uh, um, like tap water. Like it's a place where you exist, you live. They drop food off for you. I don't know how you find the bathroom. I don't. I don't know how you. Whatever. I don't need to get that deep into it. But it's not just like he's laying in a square room with no furniture, or no nothing. I think you of meditate, course. of course, and you reflect, and you do all of these things. I would get very bored. But I'm very addicted to Twitter, and I love video games, and I constantly need to be watching sports. So Rogers is built different from me in that way. I've never in my lifetime of being a Packer fan would have think we've ever had a quarterback, or a player for that matter, take us down this path of, of you know, to each to their own. I get it. I'd rather have him go off and just do it on his own, not have to <laughs> not announce it. it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's okay what he wants to do. I just don't need to hear his personal business. I mean, he's so open about that, but he won't tell us if he's coming or going. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's such a, it is. The scales are tipped in, in Rogerland. Anyway, um, hey, have a great show tonight. I'm going to tune in at 530. My man, he's coming up. Hell he's yeah. up to bat. Ed's boy, David Clean up. I appreciate you, Ed. Have a good, good night. Good. Yeah, take care. <laughs> Thanks for the call. So, Ed just, Ed reached me on a personal level there because he's talking about uh what is it alone on history channel and i think it's been on netflix so one of my guilty pleasures and i have many i find ways to waste time when i go home after work like obviously i'm watching bucks games badger games but if those games are done around you 
know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock, depending on when they start, then I have nothing but time to entertain myself. And I don't do the morning show. I'm not needed at work. I, I could come into work in the afternoon, in the late afternoon, but I like to come in and get things done. I don't really come into work at like 11 or a little bit after. So I, you know, in the morning I work out, I do other things, but I don't need to get up at the crack of dawn. So I waste a lot of time before bed and I stay up late often, uh, much later than I should. One thing that I love to do to waste time, there's this YouTuber called Lost Lakes and I don't know his name, but he goes solo camping. And sometimes he goes with his wife. So some of his videos are are with his wife, but a lot of times it's solo camping and he lives in like Northern Canada. I don't know if it's Ontario or Manitoba or what. I can't place all the provinces in my head right now, but he just takes a bunch of camera equipment and he goes and he like winter camps. So I'm looking at his page right now. Minus 40 degrees, solo camping, four days, snowstorm and hot 10 on the ice. I've watched that one. That one's very good. Uh, minus 27 winter camping seven days. That's a very good video too. I don't know why it's so relaxing. I don't want to go camp in Northern Canada in January by myself, but I like watching videos of another person doing it. That's very relaxing to me. If you're interested in this, you should like, if you need something peaceful to watch before bed, like if you, if you like that routine, go look up this account. It's called lost lakes. The video that got me into him, the first video it's called Minus 26 Solo Camping, Seven Days, Snowstorms, and a Smitty Sled. It's so relaxing. It's like some people are into ASMR. This is my, like, thing that I watch in the shower before bed. Am I the only one who watches videos in the shower? Like, the top of my shower has a little shelf, like, where the shower connects with the wall. So I'll prop my phone up there. This guy's videos are awesome. So I'm, I'm with you. Uh, it's in the same lines as what Ed was talking about that show on... Uh, history i just knew alone as a netflix show i didn't know it was on history channel i used to like and we've talked about dual survival on this show before it's like i i do like my survival shows i like my outdoor shows I like my food network shows I like my hgtv i like my sports the rest reality tv can't do it i've tried to watch the bachelor i literally can't dave if you're listening i get credit for this i don't watch the bachelor or the bachelorette not for lack of trying it just doesn't connect with me my brain cannot buy into what's going on I can buy into a lot of garbage TV. Reality TV is, for the most part, just not clicking in my brain. Suck to Matt and Cross Plains, 608-796-2558. What's up, Matt? Hey. But I would chime in, uh, you know, with your Brewers promotional schedule with the X-Golf. Yes. I mean, they can't even afford to bring Paige in person back to American Family Field or what? I have a What's feeling going on she's going to be bobblehead? Really? She's probably going to be no, there, they- right? No, they're, they're, they're going to trick you with the bobblehead, and she's not going to be there. They can't afford that, obviously. Paige, but anyway, I, I wonder how much it appearances. I, I'm, I'm going to look it up while you're talking. I'm going to look it up. Sorry, I cut you. Well, I signed, I signed up uh, for the, uh, the zone golf outing, so that's what also piqued my interest. Maybe the zone could get Paige to come to Madison for the outing. Now, that would be stellar. Yeah. Uh, but it would have to be like a two-day event then. But anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know about Rogers. He lives in Wisconsin. Isn't he always in the dark? Like, come on. That's like what a lot of people here? said on Twitter today. It's like, dude, if you just want to be dark all the time, like, stay in Green Bay in February. You'll get it. Yeah, that's right. Well, he'll figure it out, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. And, uh, you know, I feel like we're talking about the same thing over and over and over again. So It's just dressed uh, up differently. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. And, you know, as far as the Badger basketball team go, I got to chime in on that, of course, because uh talked about it a little bit with Rowdy and uh, – then in the morning, uh, you know, we just need to get a little more physical, and it's unfortunate that uh, 
guard missed out on the transfer portal stuff, and hopefully, uh, you know, he can fill that out this year and, uh, or, you know, after this season. And he'll, you know, be the, become the silent assassin again. I'm not sure what the season's going to, you know, how it's going to unfold, but I think I think we still have a shot. You know, we just got to string together a few wins like we normally do and uh, I, figure out how to make our free, th- free throws. Yeah, I think, and I, I said this yesterday, I think the team is somewhere between what we saw at the beginning of the year when they started 11-2 and two, and now when they've lost like 7-9 of nine or whatever. They're not as good as they showed early. They're not as bad as they've been showing lately. But the problem is, is they've yeah. lost some of these games. They really had to. Ha- <clears throat> Excuse me, Matt. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I was just choked on my. Sorry, I'm a little under the weather. <laughs> this is. I wish I could go back and edit this out. Uh, out of the out of the podcast, at least I will. <clears throat> I said yesterday, like they're not as bad as they've shown us recently. They're not as great as they showed us early. But the problem is, they lost some of these games. That they had to have like the Northwestern game. You can't lose that game because even now, if you you have a nice little stretch. I don't think it's going to be enough. You'd almost have to win out or make a crazy amount of noise in the Big Ten tournament, and they're not that good. They're not good enough to do that. Yeah, we'll see if they come together. I don't know, but uh, you'll have to ask, uh, moving on back to the Brewers, you'll have to ask Gasper who uh, he thinks, out of all the prospects, have the best shot of making the uh, making the team this year. Probably That's the what I cheapest know. one. As a Cubs fan. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> As the Cubs, I think the Cubs are going to be fun. I just want Brewers Cubs to be fun again. The last couple of years, it hasn't had the same luster it once did, and that's a bummer. Yeah, and as I, as I told Terry, the king of the North from the morning show, too, uh, uh, in 2024, Corbin Burns is going to look good in the Cubs pinstripe. So, uh, chew on that for a little bit. All right. I'm going to let you go, though, because, you know, I know you got lots to talk about yet. Oh, yeah. Very important business. We spent a whole hour talking about darkness retreats. So, yes, back to business. Thank you, Matt. That's Matt in Cross Plains. 608-796-2558. Here's what Snappy Tom says in Eau Claire. Text in. Says, does this mean we don't have to mention Aaron Rodgers' name for four days while he's deliberating? Yeah, we're going to take a break from him, I guess. Uh, what I was planning to talk about today was actually Devontae Adams because last night, the odds for Aaron Rodgers' next team shifted big time. It went from whatever it was before to now. I, the Packers were in the driver's seat, I believe. And if not the Packers, could have been the Jets. It was a big shift to the Raiders. The Raiders are minus 450 to get Aaron Rodgers right now. That's a probability of just over 80%. Right now, the Rodgers coming back to the Packers is plus 600. That's 14%. Plus 600 is a huge number. If you think Rodgers is going to be a Packer next year, bet that. Because that is a massive number. Plus 600 is a huge number. So I don't know why that number moved. I don't know why all of a sudden the markets have shifted so much to Vegas. I don't know exactly enough of the structural things of the betting world to know what the limits are and exactly how much action they're getting and all of these things. I I, I don't know. Maybe it's just to take advantage of some people who really want to bet and they have nothing to bet on. I don't know. But maybe this stems from Devontae Adams over the weekend saying, yeah, I'm recruiting Aaron Rodgers to come to Vegas. We can't let Devontae Adams get away with this. And I tweeted this today at Wisco Grant. Devontae Adams left Green Bay, left his guy Aaron Rodgers to go play with Derek Carr, and Derek Carr is basically getting traded for nothing or cut outright. And now Devontae Adams just gets to joke and troll his way through, and I'm going to get Rodgers here. No, 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 man. You made a bad choice. made a bad decision to join a different team, and normally we criticize players for that. Devontae Adams is not getting criticized. I'm not going to, ha-ha, oh, he's trolling, making Rodgers comments. No! If you wanted to play with Rodgers so bad, you should have stayed in Green Bay. Let's talk to Dean in lacrosse, 608 
796-2558. What's up, Dean? Hey, I've been popping in and out, so I don't know if this is on topic still, but um, restaurant to be named later. I hope they didn't trademark that because somebody in the listening audience needs to take that name and run with it. That's an awesome name, and I didn't realize they were actually going to pick a sponsor someday and change it, but um, I was thinking we should come up with all the different uh, little spoofy baseball-type references you could put in a restaurant or more so in a bar. The only one I came up with off the top of my head before making this call was if you had, like, cash considerations and you could put like the slot machines or the pull tabs or even the ATM underneath that. Ooh. You know, if, if you named your restaurant that, oh man, that would be perfect sports theme bar. And maybe there's already one out there, but they should have stuck with that and just call it like the Lionese bar to be named later or something. Come on. It's just, they're not going to get that much PR out of calling it the, the Lionese big barrel or whatever. No, 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 no. You know? it's not the Lionese. It's the J lining Kugels barrel yard. The J yeah. is required. Yeah. yeah. Which which yeah, well, which line and clue is that Jake? I'm assuming Jake or John. There's two J's, I'm, so the J's not even enough. I still don't know which line and Google it's named after. So I I think there's so much just free low hanging fruit that the brewers are kicking aside at this point that <laughs> I I really like that name. I always sat there. I've I've been to like six games since they named that bar that, and yeah, there it goes again. And well, there's no. They barrel used to and have the, either, so don't remind me of that with your barrel bar. So. They, they TGI Fridays in the awesome Long Islands, and then they stopped serving Long Islands because people were getting too drunk. How about just bring back the yeah. Long Islands? Just do that. I don't care what the restaurant is named. The j Light well, Barrel Yard. That can be part of the nostalgia. Just have like a Brooks Kieschnick tool shed drink or something. You know, whatever you want to do. But if they just play it on the nostalgia, but somebody in Lacrosse, Lacrosse doesn't have enough bars. They need to get on that and name a bar that someplace downtown is all I'm going for. Cash (laughs) considerations. I like that. I need to play. My favorite bar is not a bar. Restaurant to be named later. That's what I'm saying is call it restaurant to be named later. And then after you're done with your show, turn it into. Uh, you know, your version of Cheers is to have Grant at the poll and everybody can come on down after they've ranted on your show. I do love that. We could just keep it going live. Restaurant to be named later. You watch for it. Restaurant to be named later in Madison or Lacrosse. Yeah. See, that's Dean and Lacrosse. An outstanding call. We can't let the brewers off the hook. The J Line and Kugel's Barrel Yard is an awful name for a restaurant because it makes me think of Arrested Development. The J Reynolds Courtroom. It's, I can't get it out of my head. All right, we'll talk a little more Packers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, whatever you want to discuss, and then we got to shut down the phones because David Gasper is going to be joining us at 530. This is the Wisco Sports Show with Grant Bills on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Twitter at Wisco Grant. Hope you're having an awesome night. We're going to talk some baseball. We're eight days away. Nine days. Tomorrow will be eight days. So we might have to talk about Ryan Brown tomorrow. Just warning. We're nine days away from from pitchers and catchers. So I celebrated on Twitter today at Wisco Grant and tweeted out some Brewers greats who have wore the number nine. Can you think of any? George Kataris, Tony Graffinino. Greg Zahn, just to name a few, many Brewers legends have graced 
the great number nine. <laughs> this team is such a... I love this team, though. They came out with their promotional schedule today, so we've been talking about it a little bit. They got a Sesame Street night with the Cookie Monster bobblehead. We have a golf night, Paige Speronic bobblehead. Men Cross Plains doesn't think Paige Speronic is going to be there. I feel like she's got to be there. It's her bobblehead night. It would be pretty weird if they did a Paige Speronic bobble and she wasn't there. Am I the only one that feels that way? They feel a little creepy. They're paying for her likeness. They're paying for her image. I feel like I'm no talent booker agent guy here, but if you're paying for the likeness and the image on the bobblehead, I feel like tacking on the appearance fee, maybe you'd give the brewers a little bit of a discount. I don't know. Maybe that's why the brewers needed $650,000 so bad when they fought tooth and nail with Corbin Burns in arbitration. Maybe it was going to Paige Peronic. Maybe the fees to make the bobblehead. I don't know. Nothing that this franchise does ever make sense, although it does make perfect sense in a way. Of course, they're having an X-Golf night. I do kind of want to go to a game and play X-Golf during it, just for the memes and the jokes. I think at some point in the summer, I'm going to. 608-796-2558. Wow. Here's the text. Again, I lost my contact, so I'm not entirely sure from who. It says, JC is in, uh, oh, Eric is a typical uh, Queens fan. Rodgers hasn't been good for years. Never mind the fact that he won league MVP in 2020 and 2021. And what the heck? Did any Packers fans think Joe Barry was a good hire? I know of zero fans that thought that. Yeah, I don't um, I don't remember the reaction to Joe Barry getting hired. I feel like we were all very ho-hum. I don't know that we hated it, but I don't think anyone was fired up and actually excited. I don't know. This text says it's named after Jacob, the founder. Thank you. I thought, so is Jake the oldest? Where does Dick lie in the Line and Kugel's lineage? I need a family tree. Can someone get this to me, please? It's like a coaching tree except a beer tree. Here's another text. says, if, if Aaron Rodgers goes to Vegas, what are we looking for? Waller, Crosby, and some picks? Probably just picks. Packers fans, we need to temper our expectations a little bit about what we're going to get for Rodgers. Uh, you can get a first-round pick. Maybe two firsts, a first and a second, but you're not getting a one, a two, Max Crosby and Darren Watt. No, no, no. We're not getting that much. Not getting Sauce Gardner. We're not, no, 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 no. We're not, it's not that good. You get some good picks. And by the way, I don't want players to help now, as weird as that sounds. The Packers don't need players to help now. They need a couple of picks, some premium picks to bolster their draft equity this year and next year. And then you start evaluating what you can do with Jordan Love, if anything. And if you can't do anything with Jordan Love, you need to find another quarterback. Great. You got some extra picks from Aaron Rodgers. Maybe Matt LaFleur turns out not to be the guy. Maybe next year goes even worse than this year. And the Packers decide they need to make a change. Okay, boom. You're not stuck with Max Crosby and Darren Waller who are ready to win now. I don't want win now pieces. I want picks. I want future assets. So I, I'm as great as Darren Waller is or Max Crosby, great players. I'm not really interested in them right now I want picks and I don't even mind if they're not picks in this year's draft in fact they probably won't be they'll probably picks in next year's draft all the better gives the Packers some time to evaluate where they are figure out and you might be thinking well if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Raiders and we get picks next year then the picks aren't going to be as good because Rodgers is there do you actually believe that because I think the Las Vegas Raiders led by Aaron Rodgers go eight and nine nine and eight but Devontae Adams is there. Yeah, and so is Patrick Mahomes, and so is Justin Herbert. And Russell Wilson and Sean Payton aren't completely terrible and garbage like we saw last year. 
Got a text here that says, Paige was at a Brewer game last year. Yeah, she was. I was a little confused when she was there last year. I didn't, I didn't really know. She'll be back. Text that says, Jake is the oldest, John, and then Dick. Okay, interesting. I, I just... Younger people, we don't have a lot of dicks anymore. I guess that's why I asked. I guess I just assumed Dick was the oldest. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Kids go by Ricky or Rich or, you know, not a lot of dicks these days coming up through the ranks. You know what I mean? You don't have a, a, not a lot of youngins going around by Dick. Wait, it's awesome, but my grandpa was named Dick. I, it's typically a, a name of the older generation, mostly because my generation just can't say it with a straight face. Rock and Rick says, complete silence actually hurts your ears. He will be humming in 30 minutes. Yeah, the darkness therapeutic immersion retreat, it's not, it's not silence. I would imagine it's very quiet and it's pitch black, but it's not silence. There is a room, where is it? I'm just going to Google it. I'm sorry. Room with true silence. What museum is it at? It is in Minnesota. I knew it. The quietest place on earth is an anechoic chamber at Orfield Laboratories in Minnesota. The space is so quiet that the longest anybody is ever able to bear it was 45 minutes. It's 99.99% sound absorbent and holds the Guinness World Record for the world's quietest place. Look it up. It's kind of freaky. And you can read into it. Your body and your mind and your ears, you do weird things. It's very, very bizarre. And it, like you can hear parts of your body going. It's, it's really weird. Look it up. It's in Minneapolis. I want to go there sometime. I don't want to be in there very long because I'm kind of a baby. I'm not down for pushing my boundaries like that. I don't think that's that's not something I'd enjoy. Send me a text, 608-796-2558, or send me a tweet, at Wisco Grand. Don't call me because I can shut the phones down. We're going to talk to David Gasper next from Reviewing the Brew. We're going to talk some brewers. I'm very excited to talk to David. Coming up next on the Wisco Sports Show. This is the Wisco Sports Show with Grant Bills on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Wisco Sports Show, my name is Grant Bills. When I woke up this morning, I didn't necessarily expect to be talking about uh, darkness retreats. Or a Paige Speronic bobblehead, which, by the way, I need to get my hands on. So if anybody's going to that game, let me know. Maybe I'll try to get some tickets. Maybe Zach can take me. Maybe we can go cover it. Maybe we can get Paige Speronic on. Who knows? Just ask. I didn't expect to be talking about these things tonight when I started getting ready for the show this morning when I was drinking coffee. I did, however, expect to talk to our friend David Gasper, reviewing the brew, my dear, dear friend and friend of our caller and contributor, Ed and Madison, who said to tell you hello, David Gasper, by the way. Oh yeah. I see him every single day. He's said that you're you're kind of putting in work and you're getting pretty big, which makes me happy. That a boy. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I'm putting it in every single day. Getting <laughs> getting those gains. I got I got to get the legs like AJ Dillon, you know. Oh my god. Uh, I'm on an opposite gym <laughs> schedule as you, by the way. I everyone else at the beginning of the year hits it hard. I fade in January, so I'm just starting to get back. I don't know for whatever reason. The last couple of weeks, I just. I just feel terrible. It just doesn't feel good. I, I need to get back into it, but I'm I'm waiting for all the uh, New Year's resolution people to kind of fade off before I get back in there. Yeah, you need to. It needs to feel warm outside. You need spring to just be around the corner, dude. Okay, so I'm I'm glad I'm not the only one because I will. I live like less than a mile from the Y, 
But in the winter, I yeah. like to take a bag because I like to have a change of clothes because maybe I want to sit in the sauna afterwards because it feels nice when it's cold outside. In the summer, I can just jog up to the Y, work out, jog home. It's a great process. There is a thing about working out when it's cold out. I don't like running outside. You know me, I'm a runner, and I, I don't want to go to the Y when yeah. it's freezing outside. It just my body just it won't work for some reason. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's too much. I need my own Ed in Madison. So, Brewers, we might as well start with their promotional schedule. Uh, that came out today. There's a couple of different angles from which we could, you know, go at this. I just think that it's funny, and I'm, I'm not trying to be anti-Brewers here. I just think it's funny that they're having a golf night, and there's a Paige Sporonic bobblehead, because, as I said earlier in the show, Gasper, if I were to get together with some of my degenerate friends that live in the deepest, darkest corners of Brewers Twitter... And we were crushing beers, and we were trying to make up a fake, like, uh, phony parody promotional schedule. We would literally have put this on there. We'd be like, well, they'll do an ex-golf night and bring Paige Speronic back. I- I'm not even bold enough to predict that they would have done a bobblehead, and they did it. They're leaning into the bit, and I love it so much. I'm all about this. Yeah, I thought that would have been suggested as a joke. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, what if we just had a Paige Speronic bobblehead? Uh, wouldn't that be funny? Oh yeah, sure enough, they went with it. But, uh... God. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're leaning into to the X-Golf thing, and I, I'm assuming they're bringing her back for the game. You know, she's getting her own bobblehead there. But, yeah, I mean, you got that in there. Yuke Skywalker sounds like a, an interesting one for Star Wars night. That's good. Um, any, any, anything Bob Yuka related uh, is going to be awesome. So, uh, excited for that. But, yeah, it, it's just kind of like, it's like, do you have enough players that we know about that you can't have a player bobblehead you have to have a personality and a a player from a completely different sport and have that bobblehead so if you were to do a brewer's bobblehead david gasper and you were tasked with picking which who would you pick corbin burns Oh, naturally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, what they should have done is have a, you know, regular Corbin Burns holding the Cy Young award bobblehead. When, when they had his bobblehead last time, he wasn't holding the Cy Young. I'm just like, who designed this? You know, they, 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 they massively dropped the ball on that one. Um, but I mean, yeah, you gotta, you gotta look, you know, I, I don't know if we're going to be seeing any, uh, Keston Hero bobbleheads or, or Mike Brasso bobbleheads, but, um, you know, give, give me a William Contreras bobblehead. Yeah. You know, give, give me a Rowdy Telez bobblehead. Let's let's do a, you know what they should do, is a Brian Anderson bobble, and then people will assume it's the TV broadcaster, and then they'll get it and be like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. Or, or the other or, way around. Or they, they just have Brian Anderson and just have a mix. You either get yeah. the broadcaster yeah. or you get the player. I was going to say, make Who make knows? It's a 50-50 <laughs> shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, our brains went to the same place. Just do 50-50. I, I love that. They also have a... A Cookie Monster bobblehead. So I, I got to tell you, our uh, our morning show host who's filling in for Ebo this week is Ben Kenny, and he does Kenny and High Open, and he's on the Bill Michaels show. And he texted me today when he saw this, and he doesn't have a horse in the fight. He's he's a Phillies fan. He's from Philly. He saw this promotional schedule. He was pissed. He said, "Grant, you need to come on the morning show tomorrow. We need to talk about this because I have in my house, I don't remember what the number was, but a handful." of uh, Philly's bobbleheads from like the 2009-2010 era, very important to him. And he was almost Mm. offended, it seemed, that the Brewers were making a mockery of collectible bobbleheads by giving away a Cookie Monster bobblehead. And And I'm not saying that I completely agree with him, but I see where he's coming from. Yeah, I mean, I think you got to get like the special ticket package in order to get the bobbleheads. Like, I don't think those are like all fan giveaways, but um, yeah, it's just kind of like what Cookie Monster in a Brewers with a Brewers logo somewhere on there. Like, I I don't know. 
I want the Craig Council bobblehead. There's Indiana Jones Day on June 17th. Is yeah, Craig so, so is Council going to have an Indiana Jones hat? I was going to say, is he going to have a whip? I, I, I'm interested to see how this goes. Maybe he could have a gold idol in his hand, right, in, in place of the Manager of the Year award that he's been robbed of two or three different times. Hey, remember when he lost <clears throat> Manager of the Year to, I believe it was Craig Schilt, because not enough people gave him second-place votes, Craig Council. Remember that? I'll never forget about it. Yeah. I think about it every day. Yeah. It'll be Craig Council holding a, like, throwing a whip at a sign that says no bunting. <laughs> Craig Council, it's him coming out of the dugout with his hand in the air to pull his starting pitcher, and it's the fifth inning. That's the Craig Council bobblehead. <laughs> That's June 17th, so mark that down on the calendar. Well, Gasper, we didn't really talk at all during the offseason. Let's think big picture here. Your favorite offseason moment. I will give you a couple options, okay? This is the spitball list that I came up with. Colton Wong traded for Jesse Winker and Abraham Toro. Hunter Renfro traded for players. William Contreras was acquired for Asteri Ruiz in a multi-team deal. We had a hot stove cold brews at a tiny bar that didn't fit everyone. And a Corbin Burns arbitration battle that came down to about $650,000. Those are just some of my favorite moments of the offseason. What did you think? What, What did you highlight the last couple months? Hmm. The, those, those last couple don't don't exactly sound uh, in the favorite category uh, for me, but um, comprehensive. Yeah, the, the, I, I just want to make sure I didn't miss anything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. De- definite, uh, definite negative notes uh, there. But uh, yeah, the William Contreras trade was definitely my my favorite part. And I mean, just that whole thing with like talking Jake breaking the news like an hour before like anyone else had it. He's just talking randomly about oh, there's a three team trade coming down. William Contreras is a brewer, and everyone's like, what? What's going on here? Come on! Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you just start to see everything slowly coming out. Like oh, Sean Murphy's been traded. Oh, well, like you know, we got this moving on here, and it's just kind of like slowly getting the confirmation it happened over the course of like an hour or so of like knowing that there was a trade happening from when like Passon first reported it to when we finally got the full details but it was the most exciting hour of of the postseason just being like who, who are we getting who are we giving up what's going on here what's going what's happening oh my goodness yeah you know like it was it was the most insane part of the off season, um, just with, with like the news like sort of being broken like a couple hours earlier, and then like seeing the rest of the come, come through, and just seeing who they gave up, and the fact that they only gave up Esteri Ruiz, and were able to somehow swindle getting William Contreras, an All Star catcher, plus two relievers, and not giving up anything else was just absolutely insane. Um, and just kind of how that whole thing broke down, that was definitely my favorite part of the offseason. I enjoyed that moment. Uh, I also forgot they renamed the restaurant in right field, left field, left, fi- left field. and Left field, yeah. yeah. I- I'll just say, because I don't know if this was said at the moment, and sometimes I need to sit on things before forming an opinion. Jay Leinenkugel's Barrel Yard is a terrible name for a restaurant. Just make it the Liney's Barrel Yard. Make it the Barrel Yard. Sponsored by Liney, like Jay Lining Kugel's Barrel Yard. I don't know. I don't know why I've. I feel like everyone's just going to call it the Barrel Yard. Okay, sure, sure, that's fine. I, I suppose. But, like, I feel like everyone's just going to call it that, anyways. Because I mean, in, instead of you know, TGI Fridays Front Row Sports Girls, just you know, <laughs> just just there's Fridays. Here, here's Front Row. You know, you didn't call it. We didn't call it Fridays. We called it the Front Row Grill. The uh, F. Yeah, RG. We called it the FRG personally, but we we must have ran in different circles. Bring back the Long Islands. They won't sell the good Long Islands at whatever restaurant is out there. They got rid of those oh. on Fridays. It's terrible. That's okay. disappointing. 
So watching this team, we're going to need them. No. Oh my god. So uh, last thing, third baseman. I, I tell you, who's our who's our big time third baseman this year? Just your gut feeling, your prediction at this time. One serious thing. Where, where do you think the team's going there? Uh, it's going to be a Craig Council special of, of rotating guys through. Um, it's going to be a bunch of Luis Arias and a bunch of Brian Anderson. Um, we're also going to be seeing, you know, probably a bunch of Mike Brasso over there as well. Uh, some Abraham Toro, some some Owen Miller. Uh, they got a bunch of, you know, depth options there in the infield. So, I mean, they could go a number of different routes. Uh, but I think the bulk of the playing time is going to end up going with Urias um, and Anderson, although those, those guys aren't, you know, ideal platoon partners just because they're both right-handed uh, hitters. Um but, you know, Toro being a switch hitter, he could get some more opportunities there. Um, but I think the bulk of it's going to be Anderson and Luis Arias at third base. That's understandable. A bounce back year and a year with a little more star, star power from Luis Arias would really be nice. That would just be what this team needs, a little shot in the arm. But we'll see. I'm not going to hold my breath. So third base, nothing new. All right, we'll platoon it and figure it out. David Gasper, before I let you go, are you going to be at spring training at any point this spring? <laughs> I wish. Unfortunately, I will wow. not be. Well, darn it. Yeah. Uh, I. I know. Believe me, I would. I would like to leave this weather for uh, sunshine and, and eighty degrees as well. But uh, unfortunately, it is. It is not in the cards this spring. I'm. I'm not ready to announce anything yet. But we might be headed to spring training for a length of time, uh, possibly for. Spring. Oh, sure. very nice. I know. So I'm, I might have to get you on. Uh, and have to get some of your thoughts and everything. I'm very excited for spring training. Pitchers and catchers report in nine days. So tomorrow, you won't be on tomorrow's days. show, but if you were on tomorrow's show, uh, we would be talking about whether or not the Brewers should retire Ryan Braun's number. That will be the show tomorrow to celebrate the eight. Oh, that's going to be a fun conversation. Yay or nay, by the way, just very briefly, your, your take on that? Um, I'm going to say nay on, on the official oh. retirement, but I, I'm, I'm going to say yay on that. I'm going to do the Jim Gantner thing. The unofficial official retirement. That's so lame. That's so lame. Don't you think? Well, what's the point of that? The point of retiring a number is the fanfare and the celebration. It's not a wink and a nod that everyone's supposed to just understand. My kids should see number eight up there when I take them to their first Brewer game. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Does this, does this, does this, does this mean nothing to you? But Ryan Braun is my entire childhood. He was the franchise. My kids should understand that. I know. I should no, have to dude, understand. Dude, I'm the same age as you. Like, he was my childhood, too. Uh, how many but Ryan I just, Braun I just don't... jerseys did you have over the years? I had so many. Uh, a couple. Definitely a couple. I'm, I'm not sure how many, but... Uh... I had a bunch. Well, you you probably grew through. You're like, again, I managed to bring this up every time you're on. You're like 6'8". You probably grew through three or four yeah. ones throughout your childhood. Probably. Yeah. All right, David Gasper. Well, yeah, I, constantly growing, never anything fitting in size. Yeah, I appreciate you. And uh, if you're ever in lacrosse, of course, let me know. And if I'm in your neck of the woods, I will I do will. the same. I can't wait to talk about some actual Brewers baseball. And whatever PR move the Brewers make next, I can't wait to discuss it with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got the World Baseball Classic coming up uh, soon here, too. So that's going to be a, a lot of fun to watch in the meantime. Look forward to it. David Gasper, thank you for your time. Thank you. David Gasper, reviewing the brew. Take care, friend. Uh, Onabam Fam, my favorite Brewers burner account, tweets in and says, if we can hang a 2020 wildcard banner, we can retire bronze number. Outstanding take. And I, I said this as a joke, but I also kind of believe it. Like, if I have kids one day 
and I take them to American Family Field, or at that time, it'll probably be the Gruber Law Offices Arena by then. I take my kids to a Brewer game. I want to point up to the quote-unquote rafters, which isn't a thing, in, you know, that's the basketball equivalent. I want to point up to the, the big boundary of the stadium, the wall, and I say, hey, there's number eight, Ryan Braun, right? And no one else can wear number eight because he was unbelievable, and he was. He had a Hall of Fame-level career. Now he did some steroids, and he played in small market, you know, Milwaukee, so he didn't get the national love at the end that he probably deserved. But, you know, we appreciate him and all that he did for the franchise, and that's why no other player can wear number eight. And then little Grant will be like, oh, that makes sense. When we get home, can we watch Ryan Braun highlights? And I'll say, sure, son, I can't wait to show you. And really, it's about the father-son dynamic, right? Or the father-daughter dynamic. Girls can be into baseball as well. That's That must be why Paige Speronic is coming to Miller Park, to appeal to women, right? That's probably how that's marketed. <laughs> Maybe some women, yeah. <laughs> Twitter, at Wisco Grant. 608-796-2558. Call or text if you want. We got 10 minutes left on the Wisco Sports Show. This is the Wisco Sports Show with Grant Bills on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Wisco Sports Show. My name is Grant Bills. Tonight's been a wet and wild affair. <laughs> if you're just joining us now, if you missed hour number one, if you missed any part of the show, I would recommend, especially tonight, going back and finding the podcast. Do yourself a favor. It was, um, well, we talked about Darkness Retreats and Paige Speronic and the Brewers promotional schedule. We just obviously got off the horn with David Gasper. We talked about Devontae Adams and... Eric on I-90 made his victorious return. I guess he had an operation. He had his kidney taken out. Not because he was donating it, although Eric does seem like the type of guy to donate a kidney to anyone who would need it. Uh, I guess his kidney just went to heck. But as we were discussing, silver lining, if there's one of your organs that needs to go to heck, kidney's a good one. Pointed out that the testicle, uh, because there are two of those. Back at, back at 4 o'clock. What, what, what even what, what voice was that? And there are also two of those. Sound like Zach doing his updates. And Aaron Rodgers said that a decision on his future won't be coming until after a four-day darkness return. Here's his conversation on the Pat McAfee show today. I enjoyed this way more than I should have. This is when Pat asked, wait, 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 darkness retreat, what was that? And uh, and he said, darkness retreat, what was that? What's isolation retreat? We're just going into a cave. Are you not going to talk? You're not going to speak one of those things? Yeah, is it just you in there? Ooh. And if you're just in there alone, do you know how many days you're in there? Are you taking an iPad, a book? Are we able to reach you? What? Is there it's, uh, it's four nights of uh, complete uh, darkness. What? You going to Alaska? Not Alaska, no. I've been to Alaska. That's a beautiful state. Beautiful. That's a Are you locked in? Where is it? You're not locked in. No, you can you can leave if you if you you know you can't do it. You can just walk out the door. But it's uh, it's a darkness retreat. Wow. And I've had you know a number of friends who've done it and had some profound uh, experiences. And it's something that's been on my radar for a few years now. And I felt like it'd be awesome to do regardless of where I was leaning after this season. So it's been on the calendar for uh, months and months and months. And it's coming up uh, in a couple weeks. So I. Again, I love this group of guys because they never cease to be amazed by anything. They're like, oh, it's four, four nights without any light. What? 
Pat, he said nights. Uh, it's dark every night, Pat. Need a little bit more information. So you walk into a room for four days, or is it a cave? Where it's, is it's, it? a, it's a room. It's a little house, yeah. And they just kind of black out the window. Brrr, everything's dropped down. And then there's somebody like in there administering like sounds and what we're going through, options. Of there's, a, there's a two-way uh, mirror. No, like a like a little slot that they'll they'll drop in uh, some food for you, but it's uh, but it's it's uh, isolation and darkness. No, you know, no music, no nothing. Are they recording you and your actions? How many people are in there? Question. Uh, just question. myself. Isolation. Oh. Oh. Isolation. Yeah, that's, it'd be weird if you had some random stranger in a corner you couldn't see. <laughs> that is how isolation works. I just got a kick of McAfee and Hawk going back and forth, asking question after question after question. You're going to the hole for four days, it sounds like, and I assume you're paying for this. No way I can do yeah. that. You come out in the morning, and then you go in it back every night? You're in there for four nights, and then you, you come out on the on the last day um, after the, the fourth night. Oh, about, so Wait, all there's day no check-in, check-out? You're all, in all day? You're in all day. All day, all night. Pitch wow. black all day. Huh. Sensory, sensory deprivation, isolation, yeah. Are you in a float tank, too? Is there a float tank in there wow. you'd spend time in? That's real. That's a good question. Ah, there's no float tank. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. So it's just like a couch, like random couches? Like, oh, I'm going to go on Lazy Boy. That's going to be a difference between yeah. today and yesterday? I'm not, I'm not sure about that part. Rogers started to get annoyed by the end of it. I actually really enjoyed the McAfee show today because Rogers is explaining this, and then it's a bunch of dumb knobs. Hey, wait, 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 so it's dark, it's dark the whole time? So do you come out during the day? No, it's dark the whole time. How many people do you do it with? Nobody. It's isolation. I don't really have an opinion on this. If Roger's going to have a good time and it's beneficial for him, go on. I will say, I am going to be tuned into Cowherd tomorrow at 11 because his lead on this is going to be fantastic. And it's probably going to be a spinoff of a take that I've had for years and you're going to hear a sports broadcaster make this take at some point. It's very specific. Someone will stumble upon it. There's only so many takes in the world. It's like in music. There's only so many notes. There's only so many ways that you can arrange chords. Like, that's why songs, you know, copy each other. Miley Cyrus completely ripped off Bruno Mars for her hit Flowers. It just came out a little bit ago. It's fine. It happens. So someone's going to stumble upon this take, and they're going to be right. Know that I felt this way two years ago. If Rodgers is married and had kids, I think he'd have another Super Bowl. He might have more than one more Super Bowl. He might have two more Super Bowls. Because I think this guy has too much free time. He's got too much free time. His routine is not dialed in the way that some of these other guys were. Brady had a family to ground him. Breeze and Manning had families to ground him. Rodgers is just going down YouTube wormholes and isolation retreats. He's like Kevin Durant. Colin Coward's going to compare Rodgers and Durant tomorrow as and Kyrie as wealthy single men who think they're the center of their own universe and everything revolves around them and they are smarter and better and they need to find truth and all this stuff. Wait for it. Tomorrow at 11 o'clock, set your alarm and tune into Coward. I can't wait. It's going to be a take that I will very much enjoy. I don't completely agree because anyone can do what they want in their personal life. But I, I do truly think that if Rogers, you know, had a little bit more normalcy, Cowherd says, if I, if I told my wife I was doing a four-day darkness retreat, she'd laugh me off. The hell you are, she'd say. We have to feed the dogs and take our daughter to school. <laughs> He's something like that. Can you imagine? I, I can't even begin to imagine what my wife would say if I had to go on a 14-day cleanse. 
I can't wait for Cowherd tomorrow. It's going to be A-plus stuff. Tonight was A-plus stuff. Thanks for being a part of the show. We got a lot of great calls, great texts, great tweets. Tomorrow we'll talk a little more bucks because we neglected them today. Sorry, they're not doing a darkness retreat or having an Instagram model for a bobblehead night. Talk to you tomorrow for more. Just got more.